Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nashon. I hope everyone is having a great day, night, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. I hope it is just a great time. But if not, just will it into existence. It could always be worse. But now we're trying to get back on track with some episodes. The NFL Draft is coming up, and I decided to have a little fun. I took eight, the ones I could find for free, because I don't have ESPN Plus, and I'm not paying for the athletic, but the ones I could find for free. And here's what I did. I took every first round. I took where the players were drafted. I added all those totals up together. I divided it by the number of drafts a player was picked. And based on that number, from lowest to highest, I created a first-round mock draft. That will probably not happen, but hey, I want to see how good it's going to be. Now, this is kind of how I was going to do the uh, panel episode, but because of A, B, C, and D... I wasn't able to find time to be able to get things set up. So, it is what it is. And also, we'll go from there. But, before we do, before we get into that, before we get into that little fun, we need to talk about the NHL and the NBA playoffs. So, Uh, As last week's episode was kind of delayed, even though it was recorded before, quite a bit has happened in the playoffs since. So let's start with the NBA playoffs. Now, here's some uh, facts about the NBA playoffs. The Bucks are entering their seventh consecutive postseason season. Clinched the best record in the NBA for the third time in the past five seasons. Denver is in their fifth consecutive postseason. Boston, ninth. New, uh, Philadelphia, sixth. Brooklyn. Uh, let's keep on going. Uh, Cleveland is entering their first playoffs without LeBron James since 1998. Uh, the Sacramento Kings entered the postseason for the first time since 2006 ending the longest postseason drought in not only major uh, NBA history, but I believe of the four major leagues in general. Uh, Dallas missed the playoffs for the first time since 2019. Jazz since 2016. Right now, the current active leader in most missed postseasons, the Charlotte Hornets with seven. Uh... For the first time since the 2000-2001 season, no team won at least 80 games. All three Texas teams missed the playoffs in the same season since the Mavericks were formed in 1980. All four California teams made the playoffs in the same season for the first time since the Kings t- moved to Sacramento in 1985. Ever since the uh, third, the sixth division format the NBA has, all 
that all five teams from the Pacific qualified, marking the third instance every team from a division qualified for the playoffs. So, let's go to the format first. And first and foremost, the Atlanta Hawks defeated the Miami. I'm going to make sure I. Uh, let me go to the playing tournament first. Yep, the Atlanta Hawks defeated the Miami Heat 116 to 105 to clinch the seventh seed. Uh, Chicago upset Toronto 109 105, but Miami defeated Chicago in the eighth seed game. Miami becomes the number eight seed. In the Western Conference, the Lakers won in overtime in Minnesota, or against Minnesota, 108-102. Oklahoma City upset New Orleans, 123-118. And Minnesota destroyed OKC to become the eighth seed. So let's move into our bracket. In the first round, make sure I... You know, date of recording. Yep. So Miami currently leads the series three games to two. After winning game one, uh, Giannis has been out with a back injury ever since game one. Uh, we will see how the uh, how the Bucks respond, but Miami is up two games to one. Uh, the 2-7 matchup, Boston and Atlanta. As of this recording, Boston is up two games to one, but Atlanta won game three to close the gap in the series. Uh, Trey Young scored 32 points. Clint Capella had 11 rebounds. <coughs> and Trey Young also had nine assists. In the 3-6 matchup, well... That was easy. Uh, Philadelphia advanced in a four-game sweep, marking the first time since the 80s that the Philadelphia 76ers have swept a seven-game series. So congratulations to them. They will face either Boston or Miami, or Boston or Atlanta. So that will be an interesting series. Uh, Four-five matchup. As of this recording, the Knicks are up two games to one on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Knicks take the 2-1 series lead with a 99-79 victory in Madison Square Garden. Jalen Brunson uh, led the Knicks with 21 points. Donovan Mitchell, 22-5 and five assists for the Cavaliers. Actually, yeah, we're going to go with that. Uh, these are games, uh, these are results going into Sunday, April 23rd when I'm recording this. So anything that happened on today, I will not bring up. Now let's move on to the Western Conference. And Denver is up 3 nothing on Minnesota. The latest game, game three, Denver won 120 to 111, despite Anthony Edwards scoring 36 points. In fact, in game two, 
The Nuggets won 122-113 despite Edwards scoring 41. So it's not for lack of effort. It's just a more balanced team on the Denver side. The 2-7 matchup, the Memphis Grizzlies and the L.A. Lakers. The Lakers took a 2-1 series lead in their first sold-out playoff crowd since 2013. That is insane to say. Uh, Anthony Davis led the Lakers with 31 points and 17 rebounds. John Morant led the Memphis Grizzlies with 45 points. But they only scored 9 in the first quarter. That it was really, really um, a, a shock. They actually tied an NBA record. That's not a record you want to tie. Moving on down to the Sacramento Kings versus the 6th Golden State Warriors. Uh, Golden State took a 114-97 victory in Game 3 to close the gap two games to one. Steph Curry, 36 points. Kevon Looney, 20 rebounds and 9 assists. So, uh, also missing Draymond Green uh, due to suspension. So it's um, you know, Sacramento is going to have have some uh, tough get tough shoes to fill if they want to try to eliminate the defending NBA champions. And then finally, the four or five matchup: the Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix is the four seed, and they are currently with a three-one series advantage. After sweeping both games in Los Angeles, uh, 112-100 was the game four score. Kevin Durant, 31 points. Chris Paul, nine assists. DeAndre Ayton, 13 rebounds. Russell Westbrook led the Clippers with 37 points. So they will try to close out the Clippers on, in game five. So that is your NBA final. That is your NBA playoffs. But how, oh how, are the Stanley Cup playoffs doing? Well, we are going to let you know right now. First round, uh, the President Trophy winner, Boston Bruins versus the Florida Panthers. Uh, Florida was able to shock Boston with a game two uh, win, scoring four goals in the third period to take a 6-3 victory. Boston responded with a 4-2 victory in Sunrise, Florida to take a 2-1 series lead. Toronto and Tampa Bay uh, in an overtime victory on Saturday. Toronto defeated Tampa Bay 4-3, taking the series uh, leading the series two games to one, and this was an this was an insane first two games in Toronto. Tampa Bay won seven to three. They were up three to nothing after one, six two after two periods. The uh, Maple Leaf crowd loudly booing the Toronto Maple Leafs, but they were able to rebound game two. Utter domination, six to one going into uh, the third period. Toronto won seven to two. So 
Toronto leads the series two games to one after winning back-to-back games. But the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Islanders, I'm going to be honest, I'm partial to the Hurricanes. Obviously, I grew up in North Carolina. But the Hurricanes won game one, two games to one, and 40, oh, two games to one, two to one. Game two, four, three in overtime. And then game three, uh, one, one going into the third period. But in the matter of three minutes of gameplay, the Islanders scored four goals to take to take the five one victory and shorten the series lead two games to one. Going into game four, Carolina. One, two, three. Three of their seven goals had been on power plays, and one was a shorthanded goal. In fact, their only goal of game three was a shorthanded by Jasper Foss. Yeah. Um, let's see. I wish it would show the uh, um, assists, but it doesn't, but it uh, is what it is. But Carolina is up two games to one in that series. They played game three, uh, game four on Sunday. We'll talk about that next week. And the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers. This has been a weird series because the road team has won every game. New York went into the Prudential Center, took two from the Devils, 5-1 in both games before dropping a 2-1 heartbreaker in overtime to the Devils in Madison Square Garden. Dougie Hamilton with 11 minutes and 36 seconds got the overtime winner. Uh, I will sit here and say he he did well for the Hurricanes, so I'd like to see him succeed uh, unless we play him in the next round and then uh, no. But let's move on to the Western Conference first round. The Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. And in their first taste of playoff hockey, the Kraken win three games to one over the defending Stanley Cup champions. At that point, the Avalanche said, "Uh, excuse me, hold my beer. They proceeded to dominate games three and four, winning by a combined nine goals to six. So they will be taking a 2-1 series lead into game four on Monday night. And they will face the winner of the Dallas-Minnesota matchup, which has been... Very interesting. Minnesota, as the three seed in the Central Division, uh, is currently up two games to one. They split two games in Dallas. A double overtime thriller that only got ended by a Ryan Hartman goal in the second overtime period. Hartman would not score in game two, but the Dallas Stars scored seven with both Rup Hintz and Evgeny Dodonov, each scoring twice. And then in Game 3, Minnesota said, no, 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 no. Our turn. 
a 5-1 demolishment of the Dallas Stars. So they will be going into game three, game four on Sunday up on Dallas Stars, two games to one. But now let's go to the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg went into Vegas. What happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas because Winnipeg demolished him in game one, five to one, before Vegas took game two, five to regaining that home field advantage as they went into Winnipeg. And then in a double overtime, 5-4 matchup, Vegas defeated Winnipeg to take a 2-1 series lead. And finally, Edmonton and the LA Kings. Uh, Crypto.com Arena has been having some fun. There's a uh, interesting uh, reel I saw on Instagram where it basically gave a time lamp time lapse of this past weekend where the uh, arena staff has had to change the uh, a floor five times in four days. Like, that's insane. Uh, Lakers took game one in uh, Rogers' place, four games to three in overtime. Edmonton responded with a 4-2 victory in game two. And Los Angeles, again in overtime, took a 3-2 lead. Game four is Sunday, April 23rd. So that is how the NBA and the NHL playoffs are looking. Only one team has advanced so far in either one, and that is the Philadelphia 76ers. Only one uh, sweep. I thought there would be more, but that's that's we still have we still have time. There's still time to get a sweep. But before we go to the uh, NFL draft, also let's let's look at college baseball because college baseball has been fun apparently. Um, So let's look at the rankings going uh, from this past Monday. Uh, LSU 29-6 is currently the number one team in the nation. Followed by Wake Forest, Florida, Vanderbilt, Arkansas is in the top five. South Carolina, East Carolina, Virginia, Stanford, and Coastal Carolina. Of course, they do well before I show up. They do well after I show up. In the in the time I can call games, they're they're good but not great. Like this is insane. Always happens. Uh, but here, Campbell, the Campbell uh, Camels are ranked eleventh with a twenty-seven and eight record. I I want to see what's going on with this Campbell uh, team because holy moly. I, I I never I I wouldn't expect him to uh, be a uh, a a top team. So let's let's look at their schedule real quick. Uh, they started the season with a two one series uh, series win over Rutgers, beat East Carolina. Okay, uh, swept Butler. Uh, beat Louisiana out of the uh, Sun Belt. 
sweep the weekend uh, weekday series against Tulane. Uh, took two games from Appalachian State. Lost to Coastal. Swept Winthrop. Beat East, East Carolina again. Okay. Uh, lost to Duke. Uh, have a victory over Coastal Carolina, but they lost the season series two games to one. Beat UNCW, who's been a, a hot apparently, and two games over High Point. So let's look at their uh, by the numbers. They have an RPI of twenty three, non conference RBI seven. Um. Our conference strength and schedule, 28. Because you really can't look at overall strength and schedule because you, you when it comes to conference play, and this is in any, any sport, you can't not schedule your conference. Just saying. Um, but, yeah. And then Louisville, Kentucky, Texas, UConn, top 15, uh, let's look at the what? Uh, let's see. I want to see. I want to make sure I say this correctly. The bracketology for uh, college baseball. Your top sixteen seeds <coughs> for the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Would be so. Here's how we're going to do it. I will say what the matchups would be. The 116 matchup would be the LSU Tigers versus the Indiana Hoosiers. Winston Salem would host UConn. Vanderbilt would host Miami. Art in the 314 matchup. Arkansas would host Texas. Columbia, uh, South Carolina would host Oregon. Virginia would host Coastal Carolina as the six. 11 matchup. Florida and Kentucky. East Carolina would host Stanford. That is. Those are some interesting matchups. And we haven't even looked at what the uh, two seeds. <coughs> um, let's see. Last five teams in Mississippi State, Troy, Iowa. Texas State and USC, two teams from the Sun Belt. Auburn, Xavier, Rutgers, Long Beach State, and Louisiana on the slide down. But college baseball is being interest is becoming very interesting. And we are about a week, a month away, excuse me, from conference tournaments really heating up. And we will see what happens. But without further Adieu. Let's look at the NFL draft. Now, I did this not based on who, what a teams need or anything like that. It's purely what they're being projected to be drafted at and then go from there. I took CBS Sports, NFL.com, Walter Football, Tankathon, The Ringer, 24-7 Sports, Fox Sports, 
and SI and combined in those a combined 52 different players saw their name called and the top seven in this actually the top seven and 15 of the top 16 players saw their name on every bracket well, not bracket every one of these mock drafts so I also didn't do any like oh I think this this team's going to be trading this team's going to trade da 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 no not going to do it but let's go Carolina Panthers are on the clock. They traded for the number one pick from the Chicago Bears. Based on this, they will be taking Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. Now, all but two, CBS and Fox Sports, has Carolina taking Bryce Young. Obviously, the other two. Have them taking C.J. Stroud, which will fall to number two with the Houston Texans. Number three, Will Anderson, uh, junior edge rusher out of Alabama, will be going to the Arizona Cardinals. And here's the first crazy one. The Indianapolis Colts will take Tyree Wilson, edge rusher from Texas Tech. You would think they'd be in the market for a quarterback. But based on these averages, they will not be in the market for a quarterback. All right. Number five, Seattle Seahawks acquiring this pick from the Denver Broncos in the Russell Wilson trade. We'll take Jalen Carter, defensive lineman from Georgia, who is open. His legal issues in Georgia have been resolved prior to the start of training camps. From the LA Rams as part of the Matthew Stafford trade, the Detroit Lions will get Anthony Richardson quarterback from Florida. Las Vegas Raiders will get Devon Witherspoon quarterback from Illinois. The Atlanta Falcons, and this is another shocker to me, Will Levis quarterback Kentucky. I don't think I don't think this pick will happen. So this is not who I think is going to be picked. This is based on the averages. Uh, number nine, the Bears will use Carolina's pick to draft quarterback Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Uh, Philadelphia with the ten spot uh, with getting this pick from New Orleans. Peter Skaronski, tackle from Northwestern. Paris Johnson Jr. tackle from Ohio State will go to Tennessee. Give uh, Derrick Henry and Ryan uh, Tannehill some protection. Houston will draft Dejon Robinson, he running back from Texas, using Cleveland's pick in the Deshaun Watson fiasco, I mean trade. New York Jets will draft Jackson Smith Najiba. I apologize if I got that wrong. Uh, wide receiver from Ohio State. 
The Patriots will take Broderick Jones, tackle from Georgia. Green Bay will take Nolan Smith, edge rusher from Georgia. Lucas Van Ness, edge rusher from Iowa, will go to Washington. Uh, family reunion will happen. Pittsburgh Steelers and Joey Porter, only this time it will be Joey Porter Jr., quarterback from Penn State. <coughs> the Detroit Lions, Osiris Tolerance, uh, Torrance, offensive lineman from Florida. Tampa Bay, many think will be looking at quarterback. Based on these averages, Miles Murphy, edge rusher from Clemson, will be going to Tampa Bay. Jordan Addison from USC will go to Seattle. Los Angeles Chargers with the 21st pick. Drew Sanders, linebacker from Arkansas. Mozzie Smith, defensive tackle from Michigan, will go to Baltimore. Julius Brents, quarterback from Kansas State, will go to Minnesota. Uh, Dalton Kinsid. Tight end from Utah will go to Jacksonville. Dar- Darnell Wright, offensive tackle from Tennessee, will go to the Giants. Michael Meyer, Texas, uh, ten- I'm sorry, tight end from Notre Dame, will be going to the Dallas Cowboys. Dewan Jones, offensive tackle from Ohio State, will be drafted by Buffalo. Darius Rush, cornerback from South Carolina, will go to Cincinnati. Brian Branch, safety from Alabama, will go to the Saints. This pick has passed through three different teams. Zay Flowers, wide wide receiver from Boston College, will be going to Philadelphia. And then with the 31st pick, because Miami does not have their first-round pick, Deontay Banks, cornerback from Maryland. Uh, Based on... Uh, these um, numbers only uh, players like Quentin Johnson wide receiver uh, TCU uh, Brian Brees defensive lineman Clemson uh, Anton Harrison offensive tackle Oklahoma Elijah Kansi Defensive tackle, Pittsburgh. These are players that were on multiple draft boards in the first round. Would still be available. So, here's my opinion on that. Uh, I start disagreeing with pick four. I think Indianapolis is going uh, Anthony Richards. Um, I I could see Tyree... Wilson being drafted by Seattle. I could see him dropping to uh, um, Detroit. I don't think Will Levis is going to be a, a top 10 pick. I could see I could see him falling to Tampa Bay. I could, there was one uh, draft, a mock draft, that had a, a quarterback being drafted by Green Bay. Like You really are going through all this to try to get Aaron Rodgers traded. You have Jordan Love, and you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Uh, That is the definition of insanity. Because if I'm Jordan Love, and I finally get the team, and I see them draft a quarterback in the first round, I'm asking for a trade. I don't care to where. Like, okay, 
He said it's my team now. And the first draft, with this being my team, and you draft a quarterback first, uh-uh. We ain't, we ain't playing this game. You're going to have fun with that quarterback. I'm going somewhere else. And that trade will get done faster than the Aaron Rodgers trade, just to be honest with you, based on money. Um, other than that, I mean, I could see Houston getting, you know, with having two picks in the top 15. I could see them going after uh, uh, Robinson from Texas. But once again, um, it's, do you want to pay, uh, be in line to uh, pay that, uh, second, that, first, that second contract on a running back? Because the running back position is you you get the rookie contract and maybe, maybe one more. And then that's it. So, I don't know. I, I really don't know about that situation. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's not talented. He is talented. I mean, come on. But I just, I don't know. I don't know at all. But anyway. That's the NFL draft. Now, obviously, there's going to be some trades that happen between the time of this recording and the time this episode is released. There's going to be some trades on draft night. Speaking of drafts, let's talk about this. They're bringing back the WWE draft, too. And conveniently... It's starting the Friday of night two of the NFL draft. Convenience. I think not. Um, oh, I, I, I could definitely, definitely, and I'm, I'll probably record an episode just on that because I want to, I don't know. It's, I don't know what they're going to do. Because obviously the number one question is going to be is, what's Vince's involvement in this? If it's hands-on, then then just cancel it. Don't even have it. But if he's not being hands-on with it, then it might be interesting. So, um, But yeah, that's the NFL draft. That's the update on uh, the NHL and NBA playoffs. My voice... Oh, is going to come back soon. Otherwise, you're just going to deal with me like this. And you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I am getting older, so maybe my maybe my voice just said to hell with it. I'm going to give up now. But so haven't decided what I'm going to do next week. Uh, I might get an episode in the can about the WWE draft. Um, and and have that drop. After the draft to see how I do. Um, but with that being said, this has been the Blind Tag Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Nashon. I hope you have a great rest of the day.